What's shaking fire nation JLD here and welcome to August 2018's income report. And we have some interesting things to talk about because Kate and I are about to leave on a pretty epic 17 country 60 day trip, which we'll be diving into in a second here. But before we do, let's talk about the overall income at a glance. Uh, the gross income for August was $199,842. Total expenses were $26,828 for a total net profit of $173,000, which was a $47,000 increase from the month prior. So good work, Kate, but you couldn't have found a way to make an extra $158 there. <laughs> Trust me, when I was going through the books, I was trying really hard. <laughs> like 158 bucks. come on, let's make it happen. But overall, awesome month all around. Go Team Fire. And we have some cool things we'll be chatting about today, Fire Nation. Um, August was a very interesting month, which we'll be talking about for uh, a couple of reasons as to the whys and the hows and the whos, and et cetera. Um, we did some really cool things with some of our communities. And then, of course, we always just have that big takeaway in the end, the biggest lesson learned. So stick around for that as well. Um, but before we dive in, uh, let me just say, Kate, why don't you say hello to Fire Nation? Then we're going to hand it over to Josh. What's up, Fire Nation? Excited to be here for our 60th income report. Six zero. That's insane. Man, that means five years we've been doing a <laughs> monthly income report for you, Fire Nation. So awesome stuff. Stick around for the big six zero. And Josh is going to take it away when we get back from thanking our sponsor. Successful businesses rely on quality people because quality people will help your business scale and grow, but finding the right people can be tough. That's why I love ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology scans thousands of resumes to identify people with the right skills and experience and then actively invites them to apply for your job. That means you get quality candidates fast. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Josh, why don't you take it away with your monthly tax tip, brother? In the world of accounting, it's easy to get wrapped up in all the different numbers. With all the different matrix and ratios out there, it's pretty much enough to make your head spin. And John, you know, I love numbers more than anyone. But the truth is, most businesses can do very well by focusing on just a few key matrix, a few of those key numbers that tell the story of their business. And most businesses we work with are focusing almost entirely on two numbers, gross income, which is simply the total amount of sales you brought in, and net income, which is basically what's left after all your expenses. Okay, so they're saying, all right, I had a million dollars in sales, I had $800,000 in expenses, perfect, $200,000 net income. And those are both two very important numbers, they tell a very important story in your, in your business, but one matrix that we've been finding a lot of businesses ignoring is something called gross profit margin. And this is specifically if you're an inventory-based business. If you are, ignoring this number could be a major mistake. Okay, so think of EO Fire with, with all your journals, right? This gross profit margin is huge. And what gross profit margin is, is a fairly simple accounting matrix once you understand it. Okay, and you are simply taking the total gross income number. So again, those total sales, you're subtracting out just the cost of goods sold, and then you're dividing that by the total gross sales. 
And the thing to note there is that cost of goods sold number includes the actual cost of making or purchasing your product, your cost to ship it to the warehouse, and your merchant fees for selling it on platforms like Amazon or Shopify or whatever those things are charging you. Okay, so in a nutshell, all you're looking at is how much does it cost me to buy or acquire this product and then sell it versus how much I'm receiving from clients. Okay, so let's look at a quick example. I know we're throwing out a lot of concepts, a lot of numbers. Let's look at an example. XYZ company sells shovels, right? No idea how I settled on shovels. It, it just sounds like a good example. They pay $2 to buy each shovel. They pay $1 each shovel in shipping, okay? So if they're selling it on Amazon, they're, they're paying a dollar per shovel to ship it to Amazon's warehouse. And then they're paying $2 in Amazon fees to sell at Amazon FBA, Okay, so their total cost of goods sold is $5. They then sell each shovel for $10. So in this scenario, we're just gonna look at our gross profit, which is just our total sales minus that cost of goods sold. So it's a $5 gross profit. $10 sales price, $5 total cost of goods sold. That gets us to a gross profit margin of 50%, which is extremely healthy. Okay, we like to see businesses be minimum of 20%, uh, preferably 30% or higher. It does depend significantly on your specific business, but we're just getting an idea here on what you're looking at, all right? If, if this shovel company was in business, 50% would be an excellent margin. So what does this number actually mean, right? That, that's what matters to you. What, what, when you're looking at this, what story is it telling you about your business? And in a nutshell, gross profit margin tells you how much money you have left from each sale to pay all of your other expenses, meaning your employees and contractors, your advertising, your software, your office expenses, all the things it takes to run your business aside from just buying and shipping that product, right? And the reason this is important is, let's say that you're, you're, it's taking $9 to 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 buy that shovel, to put it on Amazon, to ship that shovel, right? So you only have a $1 gross profit after you pay for cost of goods sold. That means you have $1 to pay all the other expenses involved with selling a shovel. So you can be almost certain that you're gonna sell that shovel at a loss once all things are considered. And the other reason this is important is if you get tight times, right? If, if sales are down, if money's low, if cash flow's tight, you can cut labor usually, you can cut advertising, you can cut software, you can cut most of these other operating costs, but your cost of goods sold is very tough to lower. Okay, so John, I know you think think of the, the Freedom Journals and the other journals. It's much easier for you to say, okay, we're not gonna pay for any advertising this month, or if we had to, we'd cut a virtual assistant, whatever. It's very difficult to say, okay, we're just gonna go lower the cost of making this journal by 50 cents per journal, whatever. Okay, it's, it's hard to do that unless you're gonna say, I'm gonna go buy a million extra to lower this. So knowing what that gross profit margin is tells you whether you have a good shot or a not so good shot of making this business profitable in the first place. You have to know that number. It tells the story of the rest of your business. It tells you your chances of making that business profitable. Okay, so Again, I know we, we got more technical than we usually do in this income report, but we've been working with a lot of inventory-based businesses lately. We've been seeing people have no idea what this gross profit margin even is, what it means. Uh, so we wanna just stress how important that is and get you an idea of what that looks like. But let's look at some key takeaways here, all right? Let's, let's get out of the nitty gritty stuff and just talk about what, this, what you can take from this. Number one, 
you have to track this. You have to track all your numbers. If there's one thing that I've said over and over again on every one of these income reports is you need very good bookkeeping. If you are an inventory-based business, this is 10 times the case, right? You have to know exactly what your numbers are and you have to be tracking that gross profit margin. And here's another key. If you have multiple products, you need to be tracking that gross profit margin based on each individual product so that you know, hey, this product's doing great. This product's a dog. If we get rid of this product, our total gross profit goes up significantly. Okay, so you've got to be tracking it and you've got to be tracking it on a product basis. Number two, you have to analyze those numbers once you have those numbers. You have to be relentless in looking at this matrix and figuring out how it can be improved. Again, can you cut those bad products? Can you start selling more of the great products? Can you add new products? Right? Numbers are meaningless unless you're going to actually look at them and make decisions based on them, make educated decisions based on them. And number three, again, this is something I've said, I think probably 90% of these income statements Use a professional, okay? This is such, such an important thing. Numbers are important for every business. Inventory-based businesses, so much more true. You have to know your numbers. They have to be accurate, good numbers, right? There is a lot of bad bookkeeping out there. Make sure you are getting top-notch bookkeeping. It always goes back to the whole garbage in, garbage out thing. If someone's giving you bad numbers, you are going to make bad decisions, period, right? You need professional bookkeepers. You need to know that those numbers are accurate, and you need to be getting great advice on how to look at those numbers and how to analyze those numbers. So that's it for this month. This month is more geared towards inventory-based businesses. Of course, as we always talk about, numbers are key for every business, regardless whether your service, inventory, et cetera. But this specific number, gross profit margin, it's going to be big for the inventory-based businesses. Track it, analyze it, make sure it's right, make decisions based off that number. As always, Yo, Fire, Fire Nation can always reach out to me directly, josh at cpmfire.com. Check out our website, cpmfire.com, or go to our free course that teaches you how to get in the proper business entity, cpmfire.com slash Fire Nation. Josh, thank you as always for rocking the mic. And of course, Fire Nation, make sure you do hit up cpaonfire.com for any questions. As always, Josh loves when you email him, josh at cpaonfire.com. He rocks Fire Nation. He makes it happen. And now we're going to move into what went down in August. And Heads Down is kind of our theme for the month of August. And we're about to dive into why. But I want to tell a quick little side story first. I signed up a couple months ago for this Google Maps uh, app type of thing where it kind of tracks and gives me a report every month on where I've been. And for June and July, it was pretty cool because I was pretty active moving around like Maine, Colorado, all these different places. But in August, I got my report and it was so funny because not only was I in Puerto Rico for every single day in August, not only was I in the southeastern side of Puerto Rico for the entire month of August every single day, but I did not leave the gates of our community (laughs) the entire month of August. I mean, I did not leave our gated community. Now, it is a pretty big community. I mean, there's over 2,400 people that live in this community, which is actually bigger than the town I grew up in in Southern Maine, which is kind of crazy to think about. But it's it's not massive. I mean, you know, there's a bunch of restaurants and golf courses and tennis courses and all these different things. So it, it's it's got a lot of stuff. But I mean, not even leaving the gate of my community for 31 days during August. I mean, Kate, what are you going to say about that? Well, I was going to say there are all those things in our community, but you're failing to mention that like your dot literally didn't move. It's just on top of our 
house. That's it. <laughs> I mean, I did go on some pretty epic runs and do some other things inside of our community because we got some great places for that. But I didn't take my phone with me on a lot of them. So those weren't counted. But I did not leave the gated community for a month of uh, the entire month of August because I knew that September, October, and November were going to be pretty crazy times in a good way because we have this 17-country trip that we are planned. And real quick, I just want to run through the countries because if you're listening right now and you are in any of these countries, more specifically these cities, um, then reach out to me personally, john at eofire.com. I would love to know that you're in any of these cities and it's very possible uh, we'll do like a meetup or a link up and if it's if we can, we'll make it happen. So we start, um, and this start September 11th through mid-November. So we start in Dublin, we go to Edinburgh, we go to Brussels, we go to Amsterdam, Copenhagen, Berlin, Vienna, Bratislava, Buda, Pest, Naples, uh, uh, no, I already said Vienna, so it's Sinovecchia, and then Rome, then Lisbon, and actually in the, the middle of that, right when I said Rome, we actually do a 10-day cruise for Dubrovnik, Croatia, a bunch of Greek isles as well, we do in Corfu, some other places around there, and then we do end in Lisbon, and then we fly back to Puerto Rico in uh, mid-November. So if you are in or near any of those places, and you're just maybe saying, hey, I'd love to see if John and Kate can maybe hang out or meet up, shoot me an email, john at eofire.com, because it could potentially happen, Fire Nation. All right, but flipping back now to August, because August was really like, okay, so since we're going to be having such an amazing and long trip, let's really just go heads down, let's focus, let's make things happen in August so that we can really just enjoy our long 17 country trip and explore the cities, not feel like we have to like get into a internet cafe every day and just kind of slave away for a few hours to make things happen. Like we're still going to be working on some levels, but it's going to be very minimal because of the sacrifice in a good way, the good sacrifice that we made in August. Um, Because we had some really big projects that we were working on. Number one, we really wanted to get an evergreen version of our podcast masterclass dialed in because I did not want to be giving a live podcast uh, masterclass webinar every week or two weeks because, you know, we wanted to be just enjoying our trip. Uh, We also did a completely revised version of our free course, Your Big Idea. So if you started uh, Your Big Idea when we first launched it and you got a little bogged down for any number of reasons, we've identified those reasons. So go back, take Your Big Idea again. It will take you less than an hour. Before... It was around a three-hour training, but it was taking a lot of people six, seven hours. And so we identified a lot of things that were slowing people down and getting people sloggy. And we moved it to um, a training under an hour. In fact, some people are telling me they're doing it between 30 to 45 minutes. So visit yourbigidea.io. Resign up for this revised training if you haven't already, or, or if this is the first time you're hearing about it, get over there so you can take this because I'm gonna give you your big idea in less than an hour, yourbigidea.io. So we completely revised that. We actually did a lot of revisions as well for real revenue, um, adjusted a bunch of things, did this, did that. So real revenue um, had a lot of work done to it. And then we launched a brand new free podcast course. And we're really excited about this because I can remember so clearly back in 2014, just working so hard on the initial free podcast course that for the past four years, has been serving over 50,000 people great content on free podcast material and tutorials, resources, templates, et cetera. And so that free podcast course, you know, we updated it. So it was still 
where it needed to be and it was good, but we wanted to make Free Podcast Course a great experience. So if you've taken Free Podcast Course in the past, this is completely different. I used to be a 15-day, 20-video tutorial emailed sequence. Now, when you visit freepodcastcourse.com, you come to an amazing one-page tutorial experience that's just right there taking you step by step by step through 10 tutorials on creating and launching your podcast. Every tutorial I've recently recorded within the last month, actually we did them in August, so they're brand new um, and they're the latest, they're the greatest and we are going to continue to update and keep Free Podcast Course fresh. So head over to freepodcastcourse.com, sign up for that completely free podcast course and after just those 10 video tutorials, you'll be able to consume all at once. You can binge them Netflix style. Um, You will know how to create and launch your podcast. And of course, you can sign up for our completely new and updated and free um, evergreen version of the podcast masterclass, which is super cool as well. So we had a lot of things going on um, in August. And Kate, you want to maybe kind of jump in here, add some things to what I just shared, and as well, make sure to mention your four-part series on trip prep on your podcast. Yeah, I actually was just thinking um, I created a post and episode on Kate's take that was all about our daily roundups that we've been doing. And I'm like listening to you go through everything that we've done in August. And I I mean, heads down is the only way to describe it. I've been getting my rescue time summaries and they are (laughs) such a doozy (laughs) that like uh, rescue time is an app that tracks how long you work and like where you're spending your time. Um, I've not only gotten the most productive rescue time reports I've probably ever seen um, in August, but also the like longest ones for sure. We've been working tons. It's all um, been such a great feeling though to have accomplished these massive projects. And I attribute it all, um, well, I can't say attribute it all, but I attribute so much of our productivity, especially in the last couple of weeks, John, to your idea of doing a daily roundup. So I thought I would just mention that real quick and just review really quickly what our daily roundups look like, because I feel like they've been so huge in keeping us focused on the things that we're working on um, versus being distracted by like other tasks or projects we might be getting into. Um, so our daily roundup is just a very simple email. It's nothing fancy. You could do this like in, a, in an Excel document or a Google spreadsheet. Um, and literally all we do is We list out the projects that we're working on, the things that we want to accomplish. And I kind of think that, I don't know that either of us necessarily did this purposely, but John, our roundups have kind of spanned like a seven to 10 day period. Like the only things that we're including in our roundup are things that we're working on over the next seven to 10 days. So it's like a very uh, nearsighted, short focused task list basically. And it's been so helpful for me and Um, John, I'm excited to hear your feedback on it too. I really just think it's kept us on point and focused on what we're doing. So basically, um, every morning and every evening, we send this email back and forth and we're basically just updating each other on where we're at with any given project. Now, like probably half of the projects, John's the lead on that project and half of them, I'm the lead on that project. But I really do truly believe that those roundups have kept... I know for sure one morning I sat down and I'm like, 
okay, I have like four different things I could do right now. And like before I even, I stopped immediately and I'm like, I'm just going to go look at the last roundup that we did so I could just see where we're at on everything. And I know that that's going to tell me what I should be working on first. So what do you think of the roundups that we've been doing? So I was realizing that we had a lot of different projects that we were all trying to push for simultaneously because, you know, we were waiting on assets from our graphic designer, our web developer. So we weren't able to just sit down and just go from uh, zero to completion on one single project with just myself and Kate because we had to rely and have other people involved in the scenario. So we had to have this kind of multi um, or multiple balls in the air while we were trying to juggle all of these things. And there'd be sometimes I would just find myself being like, man, it's been a few days since I've heard anything about this project. In fact, because I'm so busy on other things, I don't even know if, you know, Kate's been working on this or what the progress is. And then me having to then go and like either Skype Kate or like ping her or like walk into her office and say, hey, give me a full update on this. Have her stop what she was doing, um, you know, which was very productive on a specific task that was had probably had nothing to do with what my question was. And then give me a whole lowdown and then us starting a whole conversation about like, well, we got to push this forward and that forward and what are we waiting on? Who we got to email? It was just really slowing us down as far as getting the balls continued to be moving forward in all the areas that we wanted to. So I said, there's just got to be a way that we can just have everything in one place of what we're working on and then just have a Kate comment and a John comment every morning about what what is the latest and who is the person responsible for the next step in the timeline and then what is the other person going to comment on that as well so to make sure that we have each other's latest knowledge in that one morning um, update. And then in the evening, Kate will send the same email essentially as a recap where she'll have deleted all of our comments and just have her update. And then my, and then I'll have a place to update it below as well, like what progressed during the, uh, the day so that we know the end of the day exactly where we stand on all of those projects. And then of course, wake up the next morning and the next update is going to be there pushing us forward. So what I found was instead of one or two projects getting kind of forgotten about and nothing going forward on it, we are now able to continue to kind of ping. And by ping, I just kind of mean like nudge, tap, and remind whoever needs to be reminded on what the next step is on that next project. Like for instance, I think a good example was Kate spent a lot of time completely re-editing and reformatting podcast launch, but she wanted me to go through it um, to kind of like check it over, add my two cents, give some comments, maybe update the epilogue and do a couple other things. And to be frank, that would have been around fourth or fifth on my priority list. And without this daily update, it probably could have gone, uh, probably would have been forgotten on some levels because Kate would have got caught up in other tasks as well. But now that we have this daily update with it right there every single day, podcast launch, I'm just like, you know what? Okay, right now I'm going to set my timer for 40 minutes and I'm going to have a focus session. I'm going to go through it. I'm going to knock it out. So I did. Then I sent it back to Kate. I said, okay, this is good. Here's my comment. She said, okay, I'm implementing. I'm sending it to my for- the formatter. And so instead of that potentially being a forgotten project, now we had an incredibly quick turnaround and we're going to be um, really having a new and improved podcast launch up in the Amazon store much sooner than later. So that's just kind of a little bit of an example about why I love that. And Fire Nation, we are going to be talking about that stuff because we have a couple of other things that we've been doing in the month of August that you're going to be really interested about and so much more when we get back from thanking our sponsor. So Fire Nation, we're here with Ian Siegel, the CEO of ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And Ian, 
you spent so much time in the hiring space. What is the biggest challenge employers face today when hiring? 90% of companies say finding qualified and available candidates is their number one pain point. At ZipRecruiter, we used to say that we were going to solve the quality problem with volume. If you'd asked me a year ago, I would have said, you know, we deliver haystacks, we don't deliver needles. In the last couple of years, we've made the largest investment our company ever has in any particular piece of technology, and it's all centered around algorithms that help match your job to exactly the right candidates in market as soon as your job is posted. The experience you have on ZipRecruiter as an employer is simple. Post your job, and we will within minutes have notified all the candidates in market who are a just right fit for the opportunity that you have open, and you will see them start to apply that same day. No more posting and praying. ZipRecruiter makes it easy to find qualified candidates. Fire Nation, I hope you're tuning in here. I don't want you to struggle hiring because of too many unqualified applicants. It is such a waste of time to sift through the wrong candidates. And if there's one thing entrepreneurs can't afford, it's wasting time. This is why ZipRecruiter's matching algorithm is awesome. It saves a lot of time and a hassle because they focus on sending only qualified candidates. Here's how ZipRecruiter finds you quality candidates. ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right skills, education, and experience and actively invite them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. It's no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. And this is based on Trustpilot ratings of hiring sites with over 1,000 reviews. And right now, Fire Nation, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash F-I-R-E. ziprecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, Fire Nation. So we're back. And Kate, I just kind of gave a breakdown and an example of how uh, or why I specifically love our daily morning updates and then our evening wrap-ups, etc. Why don't we kind of close down this topic? Is there anything you kind of want to add uh, or do you want just people to go and listen to your four-part series on trip prep? Well, definitely, I think that you'll gain loads of value from the trip prep series that I'm putting together. Um, It's not all live yet. It's going live over um, four weeks. But I talk about how we're preparing for a Europe trip. A big part of it was this roundup that John just that well, that we both just chatted about. Um, And it actually really reminds me too, John, that like we've been getting these tasks done so quickly. And like your example, focusing in on just knocking these things out. Because of the ever-present, tasks will expand to the time allotted. Like we have a very purposeful goal to have this stuff wrapped up before we leave. And I truly believe that that's been a huge reason why we've been able to be so massively productive. So moral of the story, let's travel to Europe more. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. It sounds amazing. All right. So John, next up was our podcaster's paradise switch. Do you want to kick that off or you want me to dive in? I'll dive in on that. So, you know, We have been looking at Podcasters Paradise now as our flagship program for over five years. I mean, it's been an incredible run, an incredible joy. And to be honest, it is more on fire now than ever. I mean, I go into this Facebook group every single day. There's just a ton of people asking a ton of great questions, giving a ton of great guidance, giving a ton of great support. I mean, it is so fun and active. And to be in that community, to be a part of that community, to see people sharing their voice, their message, their mission with the world. And how we had had Podcasters Paradise set up 
pre this switch was, you know, we had broken out the content side and we had broken out the community and, you know, it was just kind of a thing where it felt like it wasn't as cohesive as it could be. So we said, you know what, what we're going to do is we're going to bring everything all together under one roof. We are going to increase the investment. So we're going to take it from eight fifty, um, light one time lifetime up to nine ninety seven annual or ninety seven dollars per month, and we're just going to go forward with that. And now everybody that joins is going to have lifetime access to the podcast Paradise Facebook group and the content as long as they're paying the nine ninety seven annual or ninety seven dollars per month. We just wanted to simplify it. We just wanted to make it really clear that like, hey, you can either choose annual and this is what you're gonna get. You can choose monthly, this is what you're gonna get, you're gonna get you're gonna have complete and total access to everything in paradise as long as you remain part of one of those two plans. So we made the switch. Um, there was a lot of people who had been thinking about joining Podcasters Paradise for quite some time that were like, you know what? Before the switch does happen, I'm going to get in at the lower investment price. We brought a lot of people into Podcasters Paradise. In fact, I'm reading right now here, Kate, 71 people over those three days joined Podcasters Paradise, which is a huge number for a three-day push. And that was awesome. That was super cool. And I can say that ever since we made the switch and we've implemented the new free podcast course and the evergreen sequence, we're still having people join Podcasters Paradise at a very good rate right now. So I think it was a, a really good move overall. And I think that we did it in a very clear, transparent and open way. And um, I'm happy with everything that went down. What about you? Yeah, I love the simplicity of it now. To your point, there's two options. You either invest in the monthly option or you invest in the annual option. And John, as you said, uh, no more lifetime access. It's just um, as long as you're investing in that uh, membership rate that you chose, uh, then you'll have access to everything inside of Paradise. We don't drip out any content, you know, Everything's out on the table. Everything's there and waiting for you. John, as you said, the community is just simply amazing. And I I think I've spent more time in the Paradise Facebook group the last couple of weeks than, wow, for a pretty long time. I mean, there's just, there's great questions being asked. There's awesome support and feedback being shared. And I love how giving the community is like guaranteed every single time I go into the Facebook group, which is one time per day, uh, there's always somebody sharing like, Hey, I just tried out this new strategy, or I just tried out this, um, new way of sharing my podcast on Facebook and it's working really well for me. And it's just, I, I can't imagine going it alone, doing something like that when you could have that support and that guidance and just feeling like you're not alone. Wouldn't you agree? Totally. Absolutely. And that is one of our commitments. Fire Nation is myself and Kate are in that Facebook group at least once every single day. And we're in there, we're doing a full sweep. We make sure that the questions are addressed, the congratulations are given, and you know, just interacting with our family, with our community has been a blast. So that's something that we have committed to. And we are excited that now here, you know, Podcast Paradise is coming up on its fifth year anniversary. And we've really been able to cultivate a thriving, engaging, awesome community for five years now. Like, five years. It's, it's pretty awesome. Um, speaking of big accomplishments, let's talk about the podcast journal. Because one thing that we've seen over the years is the massive success of the Freedom Journal, the massive success of the Mastery Journal. These are two journals that I knew had to be created. The Freedom Journal, of course, accomplish your number one goal in 100 days. The Mastery Journal, Master Productivity discipline and focus in 100 days. But then we realized, hey, 
we have this opportunity now that we've kind of dialed in this physical product slash journal game. Why don't we create something that's amazing for podcasters and specifically for future podcast paradisers called the podcast journal, create and launch your podcast in 50 days. And like, that's exactly what the premise of this journal is. You will sit down day one and over 50 days, you will follow the process in your journal, uh, your podcast will be created and launched period. Now, of course, we have those people who do two, four, seven days in one sitting because that's how focused they are and they crush it and they launch their podcast in one, two, three weeks and we are very proud of them for doing that. But at the same time, you have this system to follow over 50 days that can really ensure that if you just do the one page per day, the one goal, the one task per day that's very manageable for anybody, you will have created and launched your podcast in 50 days. And the specific tagline that we have for the podcast journal is idea to launch in 50 days. So you will get your idea for your podcast all the way through to launching it in 50 days. And Kate, this was really your pet project. So I know you have a lot of pride, rightfully so, with this thing being live. And a quick early announcement, it's also available on Amazon. So you can check that out, Fire Nation, which is super cool. Um, what are you going to say about that? It feels really great to have it like live in the store at thepodcastjournal.com. And to your point, thank you so much for helping out with getting it on Amazon. Um, it, it always amazes me, though, like the number of steps and the number of checks <laughs> and the number of just like things required to get a physical product to market. It's really tough. And, you know, John, I know you talk about this um, frequently that, you know, that's the high barrier and that's where the opportunity is. Because if you are willing to put in the research, if you're willing to make the right connections like we did with Richie and his team over at Product, then you can make this kind of stuff happen. It's all about, you know, surrounding yourself with the right people, having that great team of support. And um, yes, I worked very, very hard on the podcast journal, but it absolutely would not have been possible at all or be where it's at today without everyone who was involved in the project, which like, I don't know, 20 people or something. It was insane how many people it took <laughs> to bring this live, but very excited for it to be out there in the world. I love, love, love. I've started to see pictures of people posting in our private Facebook group for the podcast journal and the mastery journal, the freedom journal, um, that their copy has arrived and that they can't wait to dive in. So really excited to start hearing more about people's journeys through those 50 days. And to note, Fire Nation, the podcast journal does uh, retail for $49 because it's a, it's an investment that's worthy of what it is. However, when you join Podcasters Paradise, you are gifted, and this is a worldwide offer, the podcast journal to your door. So when you join our community on either the monthly or annual plan, you get a podcast journal shipped to your door as a gift, as a thank you for joining the community. So that's another uh, huge reason why I'm so excited to see the podcast journal in the world, because being able to give somebody a physical gift for journey for joining what is a virtual community just feels so good. And it was really actually interesting. I had no uh, idea I was going to be talking about this on the podcast until like literally three seconds ago, three seconds ago. But Kate and I just went to a dinner with some friends in the community here. And we were having dinner and out of kind of nowhere, Justin, uh, the guy that was having us over for dinner, Justin and Dee, uh, Justin kind of turned to us and said, you know what? I joined Podcasters Paradise back in like 2014 
And first off, I was like, oh, I literally did not know that. Tell me more. And so like here he is, he moved down to, to Palmas Del Mar and we were friends. Like he's been at Poker Nights many, many times. We've been at multiple parties together. But you know, it just has never come up that he was part of Podcasters Paradise for whatever reason. But he turned to me and said, yeah, I joined back in 2014 and I thought it was the coolest thing in the world because when I joined, you guys sent us a brownie and a personalized postcard of you and Kate welcoming me to paradise. And he's like, that's always stuck with me of how amazing that was. And I remember being like, man, that is so cool that all these years later, here's a guy that, you know, has since become my friend and someone that I hang out with that I even had no idea was in paradise brings that up with such kind of like reverence and awe of like that he joined this community, got a brownie and this postcard from Kate and I and was so touched and moved by it. And I kind of thought back, I'm like, why do we stop doing that? And you know, one of the reasons was because Paradise was literally on fire. So many people were joining. It was kind of turning into a little logistical, definitely not a nightmare, but just like a logistical struggle that we had to kind of keep up with all this stuff. And so finally we're like, you know, let's kind of step, step back for a minute and and, and, and haul that back. Because it was never like a promise. Like, you're going to join and get a brownie and a, and a postcard. Like, we just did it on our own accord, like surprising people so we could turn it on and off as we wanted to. Um, but then we just never kind of put it back into place. And I'm not 100% sure why, but now I can tell you when people join Podcasters Paradise and they invest 97 per month or 997 for uh, the annual plan, and they get this gift mailed from us to them and it arrives, it just cements their their sense of feeling and belonging to the community, which I think is such an important thing. So for anybody out there, like what are some what is something small you can maybe start with when people are joining your your product, your service, your community, wherever that might be? Something small that can really just be like, thank you. And believe me, it could echo in the halls of eternity, literally, because four plus years later, there's Justin. I'm at his dinner table and he's mentioning how touched and moved he was by that. So long story short, just a little bit of a, of a side story slash ramble, but head over to thepodcastjournal.com. Um, you can snag the podcast journal there, or of course, you can just join Podcasters Paradise and be awesome. And um and then you can go ahead and get the podcast journal mailed to your door. And by the way, something cool that I did as well, or that I always do, and I have been doing for um, since podcast spread I started, are personal one-on-one phone calls to every single person that joins, as well as a personalized one-on-one video to everybody that joins. So those just those are the little things that really add up, Fire Nation. That you need to be thinking: How can I add these to my processes? So thepodcastjournal.com. And Kate, before we break into the income breakdown, uh, anything to add? Yeah, I just want to even take it a step further and say you don't have to have like a paid community or an online course or anything like that to still implement something like this in your business. Like literally, it's funny that we're talking about this because just yesterday I received a card in the mail from a woman by the name of Sarah Anna Powers. And I was just on one, I was on a um, group call with her. So she has a mastermind, a group coaching program. And she invited me on to talk about how to create a content creation plan. And so I uh, was honored and accepted and spend an hour with her and her crew. They were amazing women. And yesterday I get a card in the mail from her. It was completely unexpected, but I thought that that was just really nice and thoughtful of her to actually send me a physical card thanking me for spending time with her and her crew. So you don't have to have, um, you know, something that people are paying for in order to implement these really special and thoughtful touches in your business that will go a long ways because, you know, I wasn't thinking of Anna yesterday. 
Um, no offense, Anna, love you. But when I got that card in the mail, you better believe I thought about her all day. And now I'm talking about her. Like, you know, those are, um, really special touches that you can implement in your business in many different ways. So be creative. Be creative. All right, Fire Nation, August 2018's income breakdown. Our product service side of the business brought in $160,000. Our our total journal sales within this, uh, we did 437 journal sales. So I, I just love now just being able to picture in one month, 437 people were physically holding one of our journals in their hands. I mean, that's just super cool. That's another reason why I do love, despite the incredible amount of work, doing physical products. It's just such a good feeling seeing that number every single month. Uh, Podcasters Paradise brought in just under $60,000. Again, it was a big month with that push and that changeover. Um, So we'd love to see you part of the Podcaster Paradise family. We brought in a total of 97 new members over the course of the month. Uh, Real Revenue brought in $12,775, uh, 43 new members joined. So if you want to head over to realrevenue.co and see what all that buzz is about, it's the best, most irresistible offer out there, period. Um, the Revenue Crew, um, that's my elite mastermind on fire, brought in over $8,000. So The Revenue Crew is my personal mastermind that I run on a weekly basis where a lot with a live group coaching call and also um, a Facebook group um, where we do day-to-day interactions, et cetera. Uh, You can learn more at therevenuecrew.com, but I will say we have closed The Revenue Crew down to new members um, until at least November. So you can go there and get on the waiting list if you're interested to learn more about The Revenue Crew, but we're not accepting new members into our mastermind um, until at the earliest November. Podcast sponsorship income was a huge month. We did $59,000 in sponsorship revenue for Entrepreneurs on Fire. And of course, podcastwebsites.com. Your all-in-one podcast solution uh, brought in $5,000. So if that's what you need, your all-in-one podcast website peace of mind, check out podcastwebsites.com because you can have a 15-minute free consultation with our team to see if Podcast Websites is for you. Um, Of course, our free courses uh, definitely help us generate a lot of that revenue. We have freepodcastcourse.com, freegoalscourse.co, funnelonfire.com, and just a lot of other great and free uh, courses for you. So just check out eofire.com slash resources for all the awesomeness over there. Affiliate revenue, we brought in $39,442. Of course, ClickFunnels leading the way with almost $21,000. We did over $5,000 with Davis Edmund Garland's Create Awesome Online Courses. And you can check that out at uh, eofire.com slash courses. And uh, our Ask affiliate with Ryan Levesque did over $8,000. And Libsyn. $1,744 was a big month for sure. Um, Our expenses uh, were over $26,000. So our total net profit was $173,014. So there you go. August was a great month. I feel like we're going to be able to... uh, uh, we'll be able to afford a Guinness or two when we get to Dublin's, whether we drink one or not, time, time will tell. But if you want Fire Nation to see if we do, you should be following me on Instagram. I post awesome Instagram posts on a daily basis. I also uh, do great Instagram stories that are only going to be greater during my 65-day, 17-country trip. So follow me on Instagram 
at John Lee Dumas, um, and you won't regret it. It's a lot of fun stuff going on there. And Kay, bring us home with your biggest lesson learned. We'll do that. But first, I want to mention and thank you for mentioning your Instagram because I'm also going to be doing trip updates. I've had a couple people reach out and ask how they can follow along our adventure. And we'll be doing that at eofire.com forward slash travel. So if you want to um, get a little more detailed written uh, recap of what we're up to, you can find that out over there. But again, John, you have gotten really great at Instagram. <laughs> and I will say too, uh, not to pat each other on the back more, but uh, Kay's travel updates are pretty thorough and cool and, and very enjoyable reads. My family literally flips out. They're like, where's Kay's latest update on the travel? Like, and they, they, they love it. So definitely uh, worth checking that out too. Yes. Thank you for that, John. And now for my biggest lesson learned in August, not every project can be a heck yes. And that is due to, you know, we kind of have this running theme of all the projects that we were working on, all the stuff we're trying to push to finish before our trip. And it's so easy to get wrapped up in the great ideas and the opportunities that you see or that maybe you hear about from friends on masterminds. And I noticed this month in August because we were being so hyper focused on the things we were working on. It just was rather apparent to me that there's always these other things that are coming up that typically I probably would have been asking myself, like, should we be doing that too? Like this person's having all this great success with this and it's really working well for them right now. Like maybe we should try that out. But luckily in August, because we were so hyper-focused on what we were working on, I was able to kind of like break through and see that like that to not be fooled by that kind of stuff, to not feel like it's almost like a FOMO thing, kind of in a way, like fear of missing out on this great opportunity. But just because a project might be a heck yes for someone else, that does not mean that it is a heck yes for you. As a business owner, you have to be able to look at your overall business goals and make sure that the way you're spending your time is helping support those goals, not detract from them by running off and trying all these different things just because they might be working for someone else. Just because they're working for someone else does not mean they will work for you. It's really easy to start new projects, but remember this is just a distraction or excuse that you're using to not focus on what you should actually be doing. And if you've set goals for your business, which every single one of us should be doing this, you have to have specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound goal set, then you'll know the exact track you should be on. You'll know that path to follow if you can focus and hold yourself accountable. So next time that opportunity, that new project, that shiny object that somebody else is just raving about comes along, remember that there is a lot of power that comes with just saying no. And it doesn't mean that it's always going to be a no for you. You can always go back to projects and opportunities. They're not going anywhere. I can promise you that. I highly recommend you try it next time you hear about a project from someone else and think to yourself, should I be doing that too? Wise words, as always, from Kate Lynn Erickson and Fire Nation. We've had a great month. We hope you have a great month. We hope to see you as we're traveling the world and just enjoying life. And we will catch you on the flip side. 
In business, there are smart moves and not so smart moves, like getting bogged down with hundreds of resumes from candidates who aren't the right fit. That's not smart. Luckily, there's a smart way to hire at ZipRecruiter because its powerful technology scans thousands of resumes to identify people with the right skills and experience and then actively invites them to apply to your job. That means you get quality candidates fast. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter. Once again, the smartest way to hire.